Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. As part of my TV show, Small Business Network, I recently interviewed brand and business coach, Maggie Sterner. She helps small businesses and entrepreneurs choose their target audience, define their niche, and focus their message so that they can attract the perfect clients and earn consistent income. The parts of Boost we cover are build your brand and obtain more leads. Now, here's Maggie. Maggie, what do you believe is the biggest challenge that small businesses and entrepreneurs are facing? Um, Based on my experience working with many, many, many clients, and also on my own experience when I was starting out, what I discovered, it was really hard for me to get my business as a brand coach and business coach out of the gate because I wasn't exactly sure What I was going to do, I got trained as a coach, and I wasn't sure exactly what kind of coach I was, but I knew it was around communication because I'd been in the communication business. And it was impossible for me to figure out on my own what it was, like, what am I actually selling? Who's my target audience? And how to message that so that I could attract clients and let people know how I could help them. I think that's the biggest challenge. Everybody who comes to me has some, they know what they do, like they know it in their bones, but there's some confusion or lack of clarity around what it is exactly that they're selling. Because I don't sell coaching. I sell clarity and I sell confidence and I sell revelations about who you are and what you really offer. Um, People get mixed up and think what they're selling is services but what they're actually selling is something deeper. So the components uh, to get started are, first of all, have clarity about what you offer. What is And what do you call yourself? Um, what are the results that you deliver? And then have a simple, clear way to articulate that so that the people who are listening for you can find you. That's where the clients come from. And that message has to get out there consistently, which means we have to show up. We have to be visible because nobody can see invisible things. And if our message isn't out there, if we're not preaching our gospel, if you will, then it becomes impossible to attract clients. Yeah, I I can imagine that the clarity is everything. And so aside from, and I'm not going to answer this question because I'm thinking some of this the response or your your answer to this question may be quite obvious, but what then is the challenge um, that that problem presents? The challenge, uh, the problem of clarity? Correct, yes. Um, The challenge is if I'm not clear about all of the pieces of a brand, who's the who, what's the what, what am I offering, what niche do I serve? And people get, there's a lot of confusion around market niche, I see. Um, And if I don't have the words, the challenge is, what am I going to talk about on social media? What will I say in my marketing materials? 
what will I write about on my website? So I'm literally like the first stop before you have to write website content. If you sit down at your computer to write your about page and you don't know what to say because you don't know who you serve or what magic you deliver with what you do, what people like people freak out about this. It causes a lot of pain and it really it's the challenge is really it's a blockage between your being able to be of service and help others in the way that you do and also to magnetize those people to you. Um, it's really about communications so that if, if you know in your bones what you offer, if you know all that and it's just you just know it in your heart, then it becomes really easy to talk about what you do because you're then you're just telling the truth. There's no selling to do. There's no convincing. There's no persuading. You just tell the truth. I do this. I help who have what result so that they end up with the magical benefit. So I can only imagine how you're probably one of those individuals who when you're at an event and you ask someone, you know, sort of how... (laughs) What's your superpower? What do you do to support the business community? Or who is your ideal client? And you come across that individual who's like, I, I help everyone. I'm sure your skin, like your skin just crawls when you hear that response, right? Well, I, no, my skin doesn't crawl. It actually breaks my heart. And I feel really uh, sad when I hear that. Because what I'm hearing when somebody says, I help everyone, what that, mm-hmm. what that tells me, what I hear, what usually lives underneath that is fear of having no clients, fear of not attracting anybody, because if we want to help everybody, we're terrified that nobody will hire us unless we say all the things, unless we do a big data dump. So whenever the, the question, what do you do, you know, what I, in my travels, what I've seen is it's like the dagger. Nobody, most people don't want to ever hear that question. And because you're, if you're afraid of that question, the place to look is, well, what information do I need in order to fill in the blanks to answer that question? Because if you tell me your job title and say it's something clever like, oh, chief, you know, experience officer or chief, you know, magical delivery person, I'm listening for people's neurologically are listening for pictures. Mm. And if they can't see the picture of the thing, Because our human brains, this is all neuroscience. Our brains are wired for metaphors. That's what dreams are, metaphors. And if they can't get it, if they can't see the picture, then it's like, uh, I just got hit with a tsunami of words and now I don't know what's happening and you've lost them. Plus it feels awful for us if if we hit that wall. So it's unsatisfying for the person who's listening. And it's also it leaves us feeling really uncertain and unclear. And there's an energy well. And if I'm uncertain and feeling wobbly and unclear, that energy is what's getting communicated out there. People feel that. They feel that mm. and they hear the words. It's a marriage between the, the vibe and mm-hmm. the message. Wow. So you said a lot in that statement outside of the obvious of the the feeling that that lack of clarity 
brings and that uncomfortableness, I'd imagine there's the lost, lost opportunity, right? Because I think in our heart of hearts, people want to help other people. Even if I'm not someone's ideal client, I'm listening perhaps for ways that I might be able to support that individual. And so what are the costs of doing nothing, of not having that clarity, of just saying, you know what, I'm just going to keep saying what I say. And, you know, it's unfortunate if people don't understand that anyone could be potentially my client. But what's the cost of doing nothing? Uh, well, my my position is it costs everything. It costs. So here's a scenario. What would it be like if I'm clear about what I do? You're clear about what you do. You just know it. And it's a simple statement that you can say. What it costs is being able to make a difference in with the people that you help. Like 100% of the people who come to me, my ideal clients, are people who want to make a difference. They want to have a big impact in the world. They see some something that people are struggling with that breaks their heart. And they want to be, they know they could do something about it. So it actually costs you your ability to have an impact in the world, not to mention uh, potential partnerships, alliances with others. I work with a lot of what I call trusted partners who are our skill sets blend in a way that we can support each other. Sometimes they're the person who I can refer to after someone works with me, like a web designer or a graphic designer or a copywriter. Um, and sometimes it's the, I'm the person before, if I get their people tuned up, then, the, then they, when they show up on their doorstep, they're actually ready. So there's like the right steps in the right order, but the cost, actual dollars in your, in your pocket, because you didn't, mm-hmm. you know, nobody can hire you if they're unclear. And, you know, there's this feeling of, I know I'm really good at something, but I'm feeling this lack of effectiveness. I'm feeling like I'm not out, you're not being fully expressed. You're not, you know, your gift is a gift and you feel that people will feel the compelled, like they so want to help others. But if that blockage is there, how's that going to happen? If nobody can see you or find you, then that, so I would say the cost, everything. Yeah. And it's interesting when you put it that way, because it also makes you wonder, how many businesses, when we look at the statistics inside of small business and the fact that, what, greater than 50% of small businesses fail in a relatively short period of time, you have to wonder outside of maybe um, lack of finance or capital, like how many fail because of the lack of clarity in being able to really communicate what their message is, how they serve and support their ideal types of clients. I don't happen to have I don't have any statistics about that per se. I think it's a it's a very ephemeral type of thing to track, mm-hmm. but here's the way I can I find out in a room where people when people say what they do. I'm in a room, let's pretend I'm in a room at a networking event or I'm in a Zoom room and there are 25 people there. By how people say what they do, I can tell whether they're connected to their gift. Mm. And if, if I have a, like I feel words in my body. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I can't, if a picture doesn't come to me immediately, when I hear people say the thing, what they do, then I just go, what? I feel compelled to ask more questions. 
But that's the wrong juncture to ask. Not wrong. It's a premature juncture to ask a question. Rather, when you can articulate clearly what you offer, I help who have what so that they end up with a magical thing. Then I might say the possible responses, I feel compelled. It just rises up. I need you. Oh, my God. Everybody, I know seven people who need you or mm-hmm. nothing, no response. And those people are not your ideal clients. They don't. There's no nothing there. It's okay if people have no reaction because we don't help everybody. That's a right. that's a rabbit that just you know you're going to go over the cliff if you try to chase down that rabbit. Yeah, yeah. So you started alluding to a handful of tips. What tips can you provide folks in terms of really honing in on that message so they they do attract? So what should they say in order to attract their ideal clients? Perfect. Thank you for. I love that question. So. What should they say? There's all there's a what should you say and what should you not say. Mm. So the say is along this framework. Um, I actually do a lot of coaching. I most of my coaching is for elevator pitches or it leads up to that. So it's uh, connect with people in such a way like or actually say out loud the thing that they're struggling with or say what it is they're longing for. For example, I might say, uh, you know how the last question you ever want to hear is what do you do? And then I start seeing head nodding. That one question now has connected because it's something they say to themselves. So I'm actually connecting in a heartfelt way with the people I serve. Then the next thing you say is your name and your what do you do? And this I've spent literally hours just on that, you know, five words. So I say, I'm Maggie Sterner, and I'm a brand message coach and business coach. So I have a, I have a motto. I have many sayings on the mottos. One is, it's better to be clear than clever. So in the beginning, because neurologically people are tracking a story, they're listening for, there's a particular pattern that stories have. I've just said, I've just connected with something that people struggle with. I've said my name and what I do. Then the next thing to say is what you should, what I recommend saying is I help who with what? So I help small business owners and entrepreneurs who struggle to describe what they do and are terrified of marketing or hate marketing. I could also say, so that's the, that's the issue that they struggle with. Mm -hmm. I help them. And then the what is discover what they do. Then you say, it's hard to describe verbally. It's more like if I could show you a picture of the structure of it. So ask a question, connect with them, say your name and what you do. Say out loud, I help who with what. Then say, so that, the so that is the only reason they hire you. So that mm. they end up with what fabulous thing. So that people always, I hear people stop. They say what they do and then they stop talking. And I go, okay, what benefit might I get from that? The so that is the part where people actually go, they lean in and go, oh, I want that. You're actually triggering the I want that response. And then the last part could be, I call it the kicker. It's the my real job is or I'm the go-to person for. So, and I have many different ones, but I'm the go-to person for. I'm, uh, my real job is to be your brand message archaeologist and help you dig up all the nuggets that that are already there, but you can't see them. Like I just made that up on the spot because I know what I do, because I know who I am, because I know who I serve, right? Mm -hmm. 
So before we can say, we have to be very, the first step is discovery and identifying and choosing who's the who, what niche do I serve? And a niche, how I describe it, is a niche, a market niche, is the problem you solve for a target audience. Wow. Wow. I love Look, folks, if you didn't hear anything else, just hear the part. It's better to be clear than clever, right? Because we've got, as entrepreneurs, we think of all sorts of unique little ways to describe what we do. But I love that advice that you've given. It's better to be clear than to be clever. And then the so, the so that. Because at the end of the day, to what the point that you alluded to, Maggie, is that people they have a problem. They're looking for someone to solve it. And, you know, you always have to be aware of the WIIFM, right? What's in it for me? How are you going to help me make money, save money, create efficiency, solve problems, bring peace of mind, something. And and folks are willing to pay for that expertise. And so I love the simplicity of the way that you've sort of navigated us through this process. And then beyond that, I loved the word pictures that you use, the nuggets. It's like, you know, like I felt like, you know, as an archaeologist, we're digging and mining and we're in this together. Um, so so thank you for that clarity that you've provided and the simplicity of the way that you support your clients. Now, let me ask you this, though. Um, because so many folks wear multiple hats, um, or they're working on passion projects, let's say. How would you help a person or what would you advise someone? Um, because I know I've been in rooms and environments where you meet someone and, or even virtual rooms. You meet someone and they're going through their introduction and they rattle off this whole laundry list of different <sighs> things and different hats that they wear. And so how would you advise someone who perhaps works on multiple things. I mean, and on to, to be honest, I have multiple hats as well, but how would you advise folks who do have multiple niches or multiple audiences that they serve? Is it that they just need to pick one for that particular conversation? I'd be interested to know how you would advise us. Uh, this is a fabulous question. Um, so, I, the question I would pose, the place to look is, what are you known for? So, and also, the, you know, the thing, the part where people want to say all the things that they do, and they just, I call that the, the word tsunami. It's like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening. If you tell me all the things, because I'm listening for a story, and my mind is listening for a pictures, because I'm a human being, and that's how humans are wired, mm-hmm. if you give me this, this, that you're, if you're, if you're, you're actually, you're afraid that they're not going to get the full robust. There's fear. That's a fear-based tactic. It's Mm. a slight confusion-based tactic. And it's also based on a lack of clarity about what your real job is, that what you are the go-to person for. If you want to be known as the go-to person, I call it the umbrella. It's the essence of what you do. So when you have clarity about the essence of the thing, it requires a little. So Kelly, I might ask you, what are all the things that you want to say about what you do? And then there's also what you're known for. Like when 
I hear somebody, so if I hear somebody say it, I immediately you pop to mind. You, I go, they go, oh, I go, oh, you need to talk to Kelly. If I don't know what that thing is, because there's a this, there's a that, there might be another thing. If I don't know what mm-hmm. the overarching core essential problem, uh, let's not even call it a problem, challenge, like there's a, people come to you because they have a pain and you have pain relief medicine. If I don't know what the essence is, it's hard for me to send you great referrals. I'm not saying you have confusion. I'm just using you as an example here. Right. So that's a fear-based. So people always, they're afraid to let go of the things because there's also, I often find there's some made up story about they believe that they're not going to be successful or have the thing that they want or get enough of the right clients unless they sell. It's connected, my experience, it's connected to not good enough. Mm. Or even with the message, you mentioned the simplicity of a message. Uh, people feel like, well, it's not sexy enough and it's not, you know, right. it, it, the simpler, the simplicity, it, what they want it to be like, if it's not big and sexy and if it's not big and like, boom, then it's not going to translate. It won't attract. The truth is, when I say what I do, boop, there's always a drop the mic moment at the end. It's just simple. I only just tell the truth. So the question I usually pose to people who dance around a million things, I say, well, mm-hmm. if you were just going to tell the truth about what you did, who you serve, and the magic you deliver, what would you say? Just the truth. Simplicity is powerful. Nike's yeah. tagline, just do it. They didn't say just do it because and only if before and before you can do it, then you have to have a this so that, you know, they just say, just do it. And in like my, my tagline is live your superpower mm. inside that lives everything. It's not know your superpower. It's live it. Yeah. And before, so I, that only came to me like over time, people sometimes I have to have a tagline. Mine kind of rose up and the more I hung out with it, I realized, oh, wow, that's actually what I stand for. That's what my brand stands for. Knowing it is the booby prize. Even articulating it, like the living part is where we actually get into action as a business owner and express what we offer and get out into the world and share our knowledge and our gifts so that people can be magnetized to us because of the words we use and the energetic quality in how we say them, which springs from confidence. Awesome. And we do have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Is that another drop? Paragraph. (laughs) Boop. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So we we do, Maggie, have a question from someone on YouTube. So what is most important when connecting with someone? What is most important when connecting with someone? Be present. Hmm. stay in your body, get out of your head, look at them, acknowledge their existence as a human. I have this little trick I do. It's called a mudra. I just go like this. If I catch myself being all, sometimes when people talk, like I can already see the solutions and I can feel my brain wanting to go off. Like I know all the, exactly how to solve the, their situation. But then I go, no, 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 come back. Let's come back. So connecting and listening, people 
I believe the core wound as humans, I believe this is how do we, our core wound is we want to be understood and gotten like everybody wants to get got is how I say it. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I'm talking to someone and I feel like they get me, or if I'm talking to someone and they feel gotten by me, they go, Oh, it's all subconscious. It's energetic. They feel understood and gotten. There's a relief that comes from that. So the most important thing when connecting to someone is to connect with someone. That's a little Zen koan I just throw out of you. So connect, <laughs> and that means be present, be there, listen and respond, and let go of your own fear. It's like it's it's a it's a multi-step process. And frankly, you know, a lot of <laughs> I didn't know this when I got started. There's a lot of personal growth work that comes with being an entrepreneur and a small business owner. Places where we do things that don't serve in the, from the space of fear or confusion or uh, uh, courage to actually stand for what we do. Like I always say, your brand is what you stand for and what you stand mm-hmm. for is your brand. Know that. Mm-hmm. And you will know precisely what to say. So the most important thing about connecting, get out of your head, get back in your body, be with that person, get really curious, Come, be open to the space of I don't know, really like be in the space of I don't know and be open to like just feeling what's really going on over there with them. And that person will feel gotten in such a way They'll be magnetized to you because that's just that quality just naturally shows up. Wow. Wow. Well, Maggie, we started with what to say and how to attract your ideal clients. And we started pivoting into belonging and all these other. Oh, my goodness. This has been such an awesome conversation. Thank you for the way that you serve small businesses and entrepreneurs and the tips that you um, shared today. Hopefully those who are tuning in have picked up a nugget or two. So thank you so much. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Thank you.